What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Gifford with Jay, and this is our first visual episode. Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited? Yes. Super. I guess this means you was excited. Me too. No, that's my excited dance. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we're doing this whack social distancing. Jay, this is literally our first episode. We haven't been together. Really? It is. Yes. yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. On the count of three, reach out and touch the screen at the same time. No. One. No. Two. Don't start this mess. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I being corny with you? I'm like, no, no, okay. <laughs> How are we supposed to do this apart? It doesn't feel right. I know. But, yeah? Wait, um, of course. I mean, yeah. come on. What kind of friend would I be? A horrible one. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Mine okay. is too hot. I can't sip it. All right. So welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. The Black Health Academy is dedicated to eradicating the most common chronic diseases which disproportionately impact people of color. Now more than ever, actually. Um, so on the podcast today, me and Jay are going to deep dive into all of our norms. Wait, what? How's it going? And then Jay has a phenomenal topic, topic that she brought out that I thought was really relevant for the times today. So anyway, Jay, how's it going? Welcome to the podcast. How you feeling? What kind of mood are you in? Stressed. About what? <laughs> Don't act like I'm not stressed. Don't challenge my... If I say stress, at least look compassionate. I, I, I'm I, what are you stressed about? I'm stressed that everything that's going on in the world, but to, to selfishly put it, I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> I can't do anything. You know, I can't see anyone. I can't experience anything. Like it's, I don't like it. It's a, yeah. It's, it, yeah. Quarantine is savage. Like quarantine is truly savage. Um, we don't know when they're going to open upside back up. And with um, the way things are going, it looks like we're easily going to be another couple months. Like, do you think you can survive? Like, seriously, do you think you can survive? I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But yeah, to, you know, cabin fever and going stir crazy. Yeah. That's going to be, that's definitely going to be a part of it. But, you know, just thinking about how much we're going to celebrate. Imagine, I can't even imagine how much celebration is going to happen afterward. Oh man. And I hope everybody is learning how much to appreciate people in their lives because I know I am. I thought I already did, but this has elevated it so much. And, you know, when this is over, I, it, you know, what was funny is that I was just telling someone that I'm glad that I stockpile good memories. Like, mm -hmm. I just keep thinking about all the good things and all the trips and all the picnics, bike rides, all the things, you know, fit everything. And I'm just going into that memory bank. And it, it's really, it's like brightening up my days. It really is. And I'm just glad that it wasn't darkness leading into more darkness. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes. That's a privilege in and of itself. It wasn't yeah. leading into more darkness. So you have happy and uh, good times to remember, to reflect. Yeah. To reflect on it and, you know, make, remind me that I'm privileged and, you know, it's kind of like champagne problems that, my problem is not how I'm going to pay my bills. It's not about, um, you know, how I'm going to get food in the refrigerator. It's literally like, oh my God, I hope we come out of this so the fit trip can resume. You know what I mean? <laughs> and things like that. So how are you doing? 
<laughs> I'm good. You know, I got in today from um, exercising outside and I was like, wow, this is my new normal. Like I'm so used to my day going different. And I'm like, mm -hmm. now it's just like, wake up, work, maybe take a few clients, go out for exercise, maybe stop by the grocery store, the post office, like I did today and come back. And it's just adjusting. So amazing to me how quickly we can adjust to a whole new routine and a whole yeah. new normal. Yeah. We can adjust. I think some people are not adjusting well at all. And that's why this topic, I, you know, I wanted to talk about it because I think we need to keep those people, you know, in our thoughts and not minimize the importance of what this social distancing is really doing to people, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, you know, you know, it's funny you say that because I was talking to a friend recently who he has three siblings who has the coronavirus and he's like, you know, I don't want to burden you with, with this right now. So he's like putting some distance. He's like, I don't want to burden you. And I was like, well, maybe that's what I was meant to be here for. Right. Um, I was like, maybe he's like, I don't have, you know, I don't have parents. I don't have anybody to unload on. So I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate this thing emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, maybe you shouldn't have to. I was like, maybe it's not a coincidence that, you know, this is happening right now. We're talking right now. You're telling me about this right now. Because yeah. I was like, my load is light, almost embarrassingly so. <laughs> and, um, and so I was like, so let me help carry some load for you. So it's, it's something to think about that if there's people in your life right now, who are being impacted by this way more heavily than you are, how can you relieve some burden for them? Sometimes it's just calling, having somebody to talk to, maybe it's just calling or texting and sharing a memory that makes them smile, right? Yeah. Um, but how can you lighten the load for somebody else, even from a distance? It's something yeah. to consider. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so you ready for the, wait, what? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm trying. I got, I got too many, wait, what? Um, okay. So for those of you guys who don't know, Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in our past week that made us go, wait, what? <laughs> so really quickly, so you know, I go out every day to exercise, Heart Plaza, Riverfront, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Jack, two days ago, I was on Heart Plaza and I'm... So I haven't got down to the Riverfront yet. I'm in the Heart Plaza part. I'm doing some step-ups on like some concrete and I look over and I see this big bird looking at me, right? And he's looking at me and then all of a sudden he starts running toward me. Now he's running toward me, but I'm just like, oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. He's looking me dead in my eyeball. He's oh my God, you know my fear of birds. Jay, the, 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 the bird started yelling and running at high speed directly to me. I right when I as soon as I realized he was coming to attack me, I turned around and started running like at high speed, like knees to chest, right? I'm like, oh, booking high speed. Why did the bird come off the ground, take flight, and attack me and peck me in my back? Jay, I yell at the top of my lungs, I'm running. I finally get away. Like, well, I'm so, I like, so what I'm thinking is that it had like babies or something near there that I didn't oh, know about. My God. Lisa. Jay. Do, okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, do you know my level of fear of birds? Yes, I do. 
do you know how hard my heart is pounding right now? I can only. Why did you do this? All <laughs> we are faces. Sh- oh my God! I felt. I I felt his beak in my back. Like he packed me. Why did you tell back. me that? Yeah, I, that's something I should have not ever. That's a story you could have went the rest of your life never sharing. That just really, and you know, I've been working on getting over my fear of birds for a long time. And you're going to share that story of all stories? Okay. It was the scariest thing in my life. As it should be. Seriously. It was so I, scary. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I got attacked. Like, he caught up to me in... in That's her- why I've been afraid. Because, you know, I, well, I don't know if you remember, a bird tried to attack me and my nephew before. Yeah. And everybody... Yeah. And ever since then, I've been, like, crazily afraid of birds. Like, I will cross the street. If they don't fly away before I get near, I will cross the street. I do not like birds. I'm, I'm afraid of them. And that is, man, okay. You never know. Y'all hear this, right? <laughs> I got attacked, bro. I got attacked. And then oh the next day I'm outside. So now, I, and when I, when I was getting attacked, I look around to see if it's somebody else. Is this guy a couple feet away riding his bike, just looking, pulling out his phone? I'm literally screaming with a bird in my back, and he got his. What kind of bird was it? Was it one of those big, like big geese? Yes, that's exactly what it was. Jay, are you gonna be okay? I don't know. First of all, because I don't know if I will. The next day, I'm out on the riverfront again, and like a pigeon, and then you don't down over my head, and I freaked out. Like I got PTSD. Seriously. No, I know. It's real. Like, it's crazy because we were just talking about not developing new traumas and, and at our age and that you're going to, yeah. I mean, unless you intentionally work on not having that fear, it's always going to be a certain amount of like anxiety now when you see exactly. it. Yeah. Yep. Sorry that happened to you, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, at least you know it's real. All right. What's your second way? What? So my second week, what really quickly. So for the last two Saturdays in a row, I have been a guest on a radio show called the William Malcolm Morning Show every uh, mm-hmm. Saturday at 10 a.m. So when I'm on the show, William is constantly like, give out your phone number, tell everybody where they can reach you. So I give out my phone number, boom. Today, after I did the show just this morning, um, the one of the people called me, that one of the listeners, right? Mm-hmm. And so she, I missed her call. She left this long message like, hi, you know, my name is Gloria. I listened to the show. You were great. I thought you were phenomenal the way you broke down health, blah, blah, blah. I want to know about what you offer, all of this stuff. So I'm like, cool. So I finally get a moment to call her back. I call her back. She's clearly older um, and she's Caucasian. And she's talking my ear off about, you know, me on the show, her health issues, the health issues of her sister, the health health issues of the woman she's caring for, you know, talking, talking, talking. I'm like, okay. So she's like, so how can I get more? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm trying to navigate. Blah. Finally, she's like, oh yeah. She's like, I'm really good at it. First, she was like, are you taking a pill? And I was like, oh no, I don't take any pills. And she was like, no, like right now, I just heard something. Are you like taking a pill right now? And I'm like, no, I'm not taking a pill right now. She was like, oh, okay. Cause I'm usually really good at that. Like I can hear something and know what somebody's doing. And I'm like, okay, well, no, I'm not taking a pill right now. I'm like typing on my computer. And then she was like, oh, okay. She's like, you're black, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm black. 
And she's like, yeah, okay, I'm good at that. I can usually really tell, right? I can tell. I was like, okay. And, <laughs> and she said, um, so hold on, let me make sure I got this right. So she's like, um, so um, I love you guys as cooking, right? And I'm like, okay. She's like, I love you guys as cooking. So the Southern You cooking. guys as in you people, as in black people. A hundred percent. Okay. So she's just like, I love you guys as cooking. Like, are you are you allowed to eat um like ham hocks and green beans? Basically talking about allowed like on on like as a plant-based diet on the way I teach nutrition. So Jay, she's like, are you allowed to eat ham hocks and green beans and all the fried stuff that you guys is cooking? I said, um, no. I, I was just so taken aback. I was like, no, like I, I don't promote. I, I was like, well, I don't eat meat and I don't eat dairy. So that wouldn't be a part of the, okay. I was just wondering because I really like y'all's food and, uh, I was just wondering if that was allowed. Okay, so how do I come to your class now? I was like, Jay, I was so weirded out by it. I was just like, unbelievable. Now, you know that's something you should have told me when we (laughs) weren't on this podcast. Because I can't even think of anything but explicit. Explicit. Okay, I got you. Was that anything? Explicit. But um, yeah, I don't have anything <laughs> anything to say i have a lot to say but, but i have nothing appropriate. appropriate to say yeah yeah i was like it's so it's so it's so embedded the stereotypes are so ingrained that they don't even know they no longer know what's appropriate and what's inappropriate to say you know what i mean so imagine the things that they feel are inappropriate how much of that is being held back? if you think you can get on the phone with a black woman whose purpose clearly is to help you and insult her and not even realize it yeah Ooh. do do we call this do we call this privilege or do we just call this downright ignorance um i think it's i think it's ignorance I, I mean, I know it's ignorance, but is it ignorance because of the privilege? Like you get to do and say so much that you don't even have to worry about what spills out of your mouth or is it just, yeah, that is a, that is a byproduct of privilege for sure. Cause privilege is having advantages, but that you aren't aware of because you're in the picture. Like you can't see the picture cause you're in the frame. Right. Right. So, so but it, but begin being able to get away with insults like that is a byproduct of privilege. A hundred percent. Mm, mm, I'd mm. say, but yeah, like what, does, what, does, what does she even want? She wanted to um, commend me on how good I did on the radio show, and she wanted to know how much my services cost, and you know how she could you know get work with me and or work get some of my services, but no can do. It ain't it ain't gonna work for me. It's not gonna work for me, and um, so. I did what I could from a humanitarian standpoint and I told her where I'll be teaching next online for free. Here's what you, I'll email you the link if you want to join. But uh, yeah, ham hocks, green beans. Uh, You guys, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it for any of the people that's listening to this podcast. And because this is clearly called the black health Academy. Mm -hmm. um, And it's for everyone to, to learn and to, get acclimated with a plant-based lifestyle mm-hmm. 
but this is specifically original it originated for us you know by us and if you're going to jump on board jump on board with respect and do a little back you know a little research we don't just eat ham hocks we don't just like fried chicken nope. um this is a whole movement to yeah. save us how dare oh man i can't like that's how dare a lot, you? Audrey. i think that's asking a lot because who is would it? Know? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is her, it asking a lot to someone to come on a black platform and have n- not a lick of information regarding? Uh, because them. T- because her calling me was her research. Like them coming on the platform is their research. I can tell you're black. Yeah. All right. You know what? Okay. So that happened. So those those are my weight what's. That just really pissed me off. Yeah. Yep. That just yep. really pissed me off. Yep. Um, that just really pissed me off. <laughs> God. Ooh, restraint is not my ugh, gosh. Okay. Yep. So, um, both of your weight what's have floored me. Okay. Um, the bird. <laughs> I, you know, I literally like thought about even getting help about my fear of birds and that I'm like, no, you don't need help, sis. You need to just stay away from these crazy birds. <laughs> oh my, I'm sorry. I'm shaking my computer. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. So we'll be scared together. It's no biggie. All right. Yeah. And I said what I had to say about that. I don't really, I don't have a weight what, um, I can just, my weight what can actually be the topic. Can that, can I do that? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Um, so I follow a channel, um, not a channel, um, a Instagram page called Black Royalty Gang, and they're pretty popular. Um, and they um, they post a lot of different things regarding, you know, things that affect the black community, and you know, some memes. Sometimes they'll say, you know, what do you think of this? But they posted this. Um, the other day, and it says, y'all can't handle quarantine because you've been avoiding facing yourselves. It's easy to be out and about, going out and partying, escaping, distracted. But now a lot of you are getting that long overdue one-on-one with the man in the mirror. Okay. And I want to talk about that today because a lot of the comments were like 100, you know, I say to myself, anyway, you write, you know, lo- lo- love your own company. You got to love your own company first and blah, blah, blah. And I was really bothered by that. Um, I do feel as if people do have to learn how to settle down, sit down, be still, peace, be still, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But isolation is a big deal. And it, and it, it literally... It's actually, you know, people are talking about um, a recession as far as finances, but right now it's actually a social recession and we're, and we're going to pay the price and people are going to suffer down the road for a long time from what's happening right now from being isolated from their loved ones. And so, you, you know, I want to talk about just the isolation, just the, the social disconnection, um, you know, the importance of social engagement and things of that nature because 
I don't want this to be minimized. I don't want it to be overlooked. I don't, I, you know, I'm tired of seeing the meme. Do something fun. You know, get a new hobby. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than you not being able to spend time alone with yourself. What do you think? No, no, I agree. So what? Um, this in this morning's class, in this morning's first Saturday class for the Black Health Academy, the topic was the top five things you need to prioritize during quarantine. And the mm-hmm. fifth thing I said was connection, mm-hmm. right? And um, the importance of in this time, um, working on your connections and your intimacy and with mm-hmm. other humans, and that human can totally include yourself. Mm-hmm. But working on, you know, not even real, we got so much privilege in this because our circle, you know, me, you, Tiff, our circle, your sisters, whatever, my mama, oh God, I gotta tell you something my mama said today. Anyway, <laughs> um, we already had a tight bond mm-hmm. and we already had tight, it reminds me of what you always say when your mom was sick and that you and your siblings didn't have to work on liking each other to get through it together, right? And so mm-hmm. us doing the same thing, like us prioritizing relationships and love and, and connection before it was even necessary mm-hmm. um, is part of what has helped us carry us through this. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes me think about it. Like there's really people who are lonely and don't have connections anyway, regardless right. if you can see them or not. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's so many things that we don't even consider, you know, like people who are missing, um, their AAA meetings. There's people who have cancer. They're missing their, you know, their cancer group where they get together and they understand each other, what they're going through with the chemo and everything. There's people who are being abused in their relationship who has no escape right now. There's kids who are being abused who have no escape right now. You know, there are people who are physically disabled who no one can come and assist them because now they are quarantined for either because they're sick or the person that's physically disabled is sick. There's so many things that's going on right now. And I was driving yesterday and um, <laughs> I laughed at you the last podcast when you were talking about um, <laughs> the homeless people and we're messing up their ecosystem because <laughs> no one is out. And I actually was tickled, but I was driving yesterday and these, this man was like going from car to car to car, like basically like a real aggressive form of like asking for money. And I'm like, oh my God, it's real. So I'm like, okay, I want to give him money, but I'm too scared to, to roll down my window. Um, and so I just took some money, balled it up and just threw it at him. You, he, is it a Rona? Huh? Is it a Rona? I just threw it. Right, because of coronavirus though? Yes. <laughs> you can't, don't walk up to my window, but I want to help you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like the car wash, like we good. We yeah, good. and he was so happy because I know so many people are bypassing them because they're too scared to stop and give them money. And then you know, and I know a lot of times we're we think like, okay, what are they going to do with this money? This is another thing that aggravates the heck out of me. They may be on drugs. They may be getting alcohol. So what? Not our business. We drink alcohol. You, you're smoking weed. That doesn't mean that your contribution is, you know, condoning whatever they're doing. Some people have, you know, PSD, um, PTSD, 
PTSD. I'm with that sound right. PTSD. And you, yeah, they do drink alcohol. You know yeah. what I mean? That doesn't mean that they don't need food. So yeah. even if your money did buy them alcohol, at some point, somebody's money that comes next is going to buy them food. It's not my job to worry about the way they distribute the help that I give them. Yep. It's my job to give what I can give and do what's on my heart. And that's it. You know what I mean? Everybody acts like, act like they don't have issues. Like they don't have problems. Like they don't have vices. You have vices too. You just have the money to cover your vices. So, and they don't. Yep. You're exactly that's right. It. Like your vices uh, is what got you obese. Your vices is what got you type two diabetes. Your vi- Some of your vices is what got you in the condition you're in. Like, like you said, because what I always say is, uh, the chronic diseases that we suffer from are diseases of the affluent. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Like, I don't want to give my money to somebody because they might have vices that are uncontrolled. Mm-hmm. Would you mm-hmm. And not only not controlled, but they they wear their vices on their sleeve. Exactly. Where yours is, you go grab your, you know, hot and ready or your Buffalo Wild Wings and you go home and close the door and no one, and then you go to work the next day all yeah. dressed up and with your perfume your hair done like that doesn't mean you have less of a vice you know what i mean like i i just don't get the whole i'm not going to help i'm not going to contribute to this person in need because they have a habit even though i do too well even and, though i do too but you know yeah. that's all that comes back to self-awareness like we always say the lack of self-awareness like it's it's if you can't don't have the ability to self-assess um and, and turn the mirror onto yourself then it, it don't even matter what we say because you don't recognize your stuff as an issue because like you said you can afford to have the issue so their their thing most people beef is like oh if you're gonna have a problem you should be able to afford to pay for your problem i, I shouldn't have to pick up the tab for your problem see and that's so we're the all problem picking up the tab for everybody problem would you say and, but we're all picking up the tab for your, you sure think are. you're going to work. You think you're going to work is paying for your own habit, but no. it's not because no. these, these hundred medic medications that you want, I got to contribute to that when you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When you, you know, can't do your job properly or you got to call off when you sick and we got to pay for your kid. Char- like it all, we, everybody pays for your habit. You just don't yeah. see it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a very, very, very good point. And, and also the people who are in this position, you know it's like get a job you're you know and I used to think that way you know you're able-bodied person but at the same time you don't know what a person physically or mentally is going through so just you know right now just show some kindness you know if you see a person and they're down on their luck there's nothing with (laughs) balling up a dollar bill and so (laughs) and hauling it at their heads hauling it you know what I mean Put 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 in a bag with a little rock to weigh it down so it don't blow away and throw a couple of dollars, make sure it don't hit them. They appreciate it. I'm saying, I'm saying. And you know what? I'm like way nervous because I'm all on eight mile window down. Here you go, sir. Like, no. I did no. already, Jake. You know I ain't got Don't no- do it again. I didn't think about it. I just rolled my window down giving them money. And now, is, now is not the time to not think about it. You need to think about it. Okay, okay. Look, my mama texted me today like, you need to write a... um. A, a immune cookbook a cookbook for your immune system <laughs> i just texted her back like okay because i ain't got time she said now's the time <laughs> you man that's my weight what y'all lisa <laughs> i'm so sick of this one what makes you think you can just get bark or order at me to write a whole book because she's because that's what she's there for jay 
I hope I don't regret today I left that woman in this company. It's you not write an immune cookbook. What? Listen, like that's a weekend task. Even if you didn't let her in the company, she would have like just said it anyway, not in the company, and do what I say. <laughs> what? Your mama, please. Right. Your mama called me the other day, like, here's what you gonna do. This is how you gonna do it, and let me know how how it was done. And it better be the way I said it. I Got said, it. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she was trying to get in touch with Tiffany the other day, she called. Um, she like, I didn't get in touch with her. She didn't answer her phone. You talked to her? I said, Yeah, I talked to her. Okay, long as y'all talked to her, so everybody good. I said, Everybody good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she told. Look, your mama told me flat out. She got to make sure that me and Tiffany is okay, so that you don't be messed up. Basically, <laughs> she ain't in the mood for none of it. She not in the mood. She not in the mood for you worrying about us. She not in the nothing. Like, let me help them be okay so that Lisa don't get on my nerves. So, yeah, it all works out. Bro, I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I got an order to write a cookbook for immunity. Uh, I guess that's coming soon. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, that's a really good idea because, um, you know, right now I'm reading a book on immunity, but that was years ago. And we always need, you know, um, someone who looks like us, you know, like all these books, all these different doctors, all these different nutritionists, but we want someone who represents us to give us that information so that it can seem obtainable, you know, hundred percent. you know, like when, like that lady said, when I saw you on a panel of that conference, she reached out to you just to let you know that that representation and how much it meant to her. So I don't care if that information is out there, you need to be the one delivering it. So that people who, that need to receive it from a person like you receives it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. I was meeting with um, my, uh, no, I was doing an online nutrition class, uh, farm to table. So I'm teaching, currently teaching farm to table virtually. So this past Monday in our class, um, I was explain. It was week two, you know. That mm -hmm. was your week in the course. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was yeah. going week two stuff, and I was telling them about stress. We were talking about stress, and I was telling them the things that I was currently doing with Farm the Table to grow it. And um, I was like, and, and so I was like, I'm doing this so that we can have more people of color who are teaching this content, and more so that way we can help more people of color because people are going to be more attracted to facilitators and teachers and lecturers who look like them, right? And then later in the uh, lesson, when I was reviewing, one of my students was like, "Yeah, um, I was listening to you very closely." when you were talking about the reason you were expanding farm to table, she's like, and what I was listening for is for you to say something about money and you didn't. And I'm very happy about that. She's like an older student, you know, older, older students be mothering you, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, that, that really, that really stood out to me that you describing how you want to grow this brand and why you didn't, you didn't say one thing about finance. I was like, I didn't even think about it. I'd never think about it. I've never, I'm never worried about the money because the purpose is too big, right? The vision is too big to ever let something as petty as money get in the way of it. And, um, and, and, and she was like, okay, yeah, I see that. And I'm like, because it's not enough of me. It's not enough of us. It's not enough people of color teaching this content. So you're right. Like with the books, with the lectures, with the podcast, like it's not, we're not saying it's not out there. We're just saying there's no representation. And that's probably right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. That, that it matters because if that's the case, 
it wouldn't be so many gyms. Like, no, everybody can work out, but these people, you know, I want to be with the CrossFitters because they understand me. I want to be with the yoga people because they understand me. I want to be, so, you know, it's the same thing. We kind of gravitate to people who understand us. You know, you could teach me this, but do you understand my plight? Do you understand the small things that, just like that lady, that, that just like that lady, you know, you're going to think I eat ham hocks. You're going to assume that. So, yeah, it needs to come from us because. And Jay, I don't even know what a ham hock is. What is a ham hock? I've what? never had one in my life, my whole they, entire life. They might be an urban legend. <laughs> Raise your hand, comment. If you ever had a ham hock. I don't see no hands, ma'am. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see none. What if they never even existed? What if it's just something that people say, like, it's just, you know, one of those, like you said, urban legends. Hamhock is a doggone urban legend. I ain't never had one or seen one, and I wouldn't know one if I saw one. I think I've seen a hamhock, like, in the wrapping. I think I've seen it, like, I think it comes in a thing, and it's, like, curves. I think it comes. It curves, really. Stop I think it, like, curves. It it curves, okay, yeah. Yeah, Uh and I think it's short, like, like like this short short curves and you still describing the ham hock right right i was like what hold on <laughs> hold on <laughs> what am i talking about <laughs> it's short and it curves got it uh i gotta go <laughs> look close the laptop i gotta go <laughs> wow uh <laughs> pardon, pardon me i got sidetracked <laughs> Back, back to health and food, y'all. Nasty. Nice, right. Bro, oh my God, let me tell you what one of our clients said. Man, shout out to Danielle. First of all, shout out to Danielle who just graduated from Farm the Table Digital. Woo woo. So get it, Danielle. So she's all the way in Texas. So she did Farm the Table Digital where she works with me one-on-one. And her and I were uh, talking at our last coaching session and she, she was talking about, you know, her outrage at some of the things that people are prioritizing right now. And she said she was talking to a friend of hers who said um, <laughs> that she was at the grocery store and she was worried about, you know, them running out of stuff. And she was like, this particular friend loves salami. And she literally was like, like in her real worried voice, wasn't even cracking a joke. Like, what if they run out of salami? like <laughs> real panic and Danielle was like I couldn't even I can't I just cannot <laughs> with what's what's her friend name you don't know her friend name I don't know whatever her friend name I'm with the friend because at a time like this it's the small thing because I I panicked thinking what if they ran out of tea Oh, no, that's the end of the world right now why would you it, let that come out your mouth Jay exactly exactly I thought about it and I was like what if I use the rest of the tea. Shut up. Nope. I'm about to close. (laughs) I will murder you. Do not say. It's a big damn deal, right? So we cannot tell her they will not run out of salami. She's good. Okay. Keep hope alive. We cannot. My heart. Exactly. Like, okay. Besides tea, what's another like petty thing you don't really need but you would totally panic if if they ran out plant-based soap and 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 like 
thing. Jay. Oh my God. I was thinking the same thing. Like if Dr. Bonner's, if I can't get my soap, if I can't get my, cause I use the bar soap and the lip. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I hate, yeah. I hate Dr. Bonner's toothpaste. I don't mess with their toothpaste. But, I wish you would have told me because that's what I got now and it's horrible. But oh, it's so trash. Yes, I'm gonna show you the one I use though. The one I, 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 I already think. know the right one. It, do it come from Whole Foods? It's by Burt's Bees, I think. Okay, no. Yeah, I get I, the 365 natural toothpaste. I love it, but I hadn't been hopeful, so I settled for that. I didn't know I was settling, but turns out, settled. yeah, I settled. So yeah, you got it. I got. I'm gonna send you a picture of the Burt's Bees toothpaste I use. It's fire, and I done been through some too. You know, I done made my own toothpaste before. But I finally found a store-bought one that I could mess with. Okay, yeah. Let me know which one that is. But yeah, like the all the natural products. Because I went to Kroger. That's where I buy my dishwashing liquid. It's plant-based. It was gone. <gasps> I'm, I actually have palm olive in my kitchen right now. Wow. Yeah, so it has begun. But I didn't lose my mind over that. Until I go back and it's not there. Then that's when I'm probably going to lose my mind. <laughs> I'm like, this is a coincidence. They came on a bad day. But yeah. But you know what? I was talking to somebody today and he's like, you know, I went, he was like, it's out of control. He, he went grocery shopping. I didn't even think about this, but he was like, they, the eggs were $5. I said, what? He said, I went to all the, I spent $90 on what normally would be like $54 worth of food. So they're price gouging? They're increasing pricing on stuff that's running out. Can Ain't that so that? scary? Who, who says they can't? You know what I learned? I'm not good at this whole, um, like, put stuff in your shelf on your, like, by Like, stop. Stuff. Yeah. yeah like, everything is fresh. And I don't know, I keep, I keep going to the grocery store buying fresh stuff. And it's hard. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like it's a salami problem like hers. Like, what am I going to do if they run out of fresh produce? But I, I don't know, you know? Yeah, I feel the same way. Like the stuff I stop, so I feel more secure when I have at least grains. Cause you have your grains, like your beans and your lentils. Yeah, I have the lentils, I have the quinoa and stuff like that. But you know, my happiness is in avocado. Plant, in, in the, yeah, in the avocado. And yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. The pr fresh produce that would, yeah, you're right. Fresh produce and our plant based body care products that would just, that would die. I agree a thousand percent. Like Yeah, so that's when you said it. I'm like, um Yeah, I feel sis. But I want to give these statistics that I read um about isolation really quick. Mm -hmm. Um my bad. We we yeah, we can circle back around for sure. Yeah, so long did you know loneliness increases earlier death by twenty six percent? Social isolation by twenty nine percent and living alone by thirty two percent. This is a big deal. So, you know, reach out. Um, yesterday, um, you know, it was Mina's first day back as a nurse to work. And, you know, my anxiety was through the roof. And so she shared this picture of our kids when they were younger. And then somebody was like, that's a good idea. Let's share happy memories. So we all started like sharing old pictures, old videos. Dog. Like, I, I can send you some. You was in one video, cutting up, like, we was partying. The kids was in there. We were singing happy birthday. It was, and, and it was just so many good memories. So many. And by the end of the night, I was cracking up. Aww. So, you know, it's a big deal right now with everybody sharing all this bad information. Who's dying? How many people? How many this? How many that? 
you know, reach out to an old friend, you know, send them an old picture from when y'all was in high school or, you know, call your auntie that you haven't talked to in a while or do something, you know, games where you can play online, play them together, you know, do some of the things over this, you know, on over this, you know, network that you don't normally do. Take advantage of it. You know, it's not just social media, social media. I'm not saying that the problem is not real, but the focus is on death. Mm-hmm. The focus is on how many people have contracted it, how many people are dying. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people surviving. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of stories about love. There's one lady who had cancer and all her AKA um, um, you know, sisters came out to her house. They all stood six feet apart. And they did a line dance for her. She couldn't even come out. She just stood in her door and cried. She was getting chemotherapy and it just brightened up her day. She, I cried at all to look down the street. They were AKAs and it was all pink and green. Oh, wow. And they all just did their little line dance and told her, held up signs. She's going to be fine. Uh, one person went to their grandmother's nursing home and, um, you know, played music outside the nursing home. And that's one of my worries too, because I used to be a CNA and I know for a fact, it's not a lie that when you check on your people, when, you, when we know you checking on your people, they do get more treated better. Wow. They get changed more frequently. Mm. They, um, their hair is done. They get, they, they don't smell. They don't, you know, they, you're, they, they get put in the shower more. So I'm worried about the people in the nursing home as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Yeah. Nobody's coming to check on you. You they may be in urine soaked. They, they probably understaffed. It's it's so much right yeah. now. Yeah. It so is. have compassion. Give yeah. love where you can give it. Agreed. You know. Just reach out. Yeah. Be compassionate, considerate, all that good stuff right now. Don't have patience, um, lack of patience for people. Because mm-hmm. everyone handles it different. Like, you know. Yeah. Everyone handles it different and everyone shows their anxiety in different ways. So and some of the uh some of us don't even realize that we're displaying anxiety by the things we do, like eating and stuff. We don't know that we're treating our angst with food or retreating, like not being open, you know. And like we talked about on the last episode where, you know, the woman is typically the energy center of the home, right? And so mm-hmm. just being mindful of what power you have and the frequency that you're creating in your space. So mm-hmm. like even now, like I was telling you when I go out on the riverfront and stuff to exercise, I'm like, hi, speaking to people, mm-hmm. waving to people, you know. But I tell you one thing, I was on the riverfront yesterday. I'm walking out of my own business, Jay. These two girls behind me talking, kicking it, walking behind me. One of them coughed, and I bust out into sprints. Real. <laughs> Jay, I'm talking about knees to chest, full on. Knee, hey. I didn't look back. You would have thought, why? Oh, my God. The cough is the new gunshot. <laughs> oh, oh, how about this? The cough is the new gunshot. And the mask is the new weapon. Like, you know how you used to go out with your gun like I wish somebody would run up? I feel so protect, protected by my mask now. Like, I, forget a gun. My protection is my mask. Like, you can run up if you want to. I got this on my side. Like, I ain't even think Period. about it. No. Period. 
I'm thinking about my safety glasses and my mask as my protection now. Listen, I had to call a lift yesterday uh, and I'm looking soon as she pull up. I'm like, if she ain't got no mask on, she can keep going. Period. Absolutely. I have mine on. I'm looking like she, and I'm, I'm like, she better not cough. She better not, I will jump out on the freeway. Did you <laughs> have the windows down? Windows down. Okay. Windows down. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, the cough is the new gunshot, baby. And you're right. The mask is the new weapon. Like, don't, don't even try it. Yeah, I'm protected. Sorry. Yeah. Cough on somebody else. Period. Yeah. So, <laughs> these quads, yeah. because they keep coughing in public. I'm just going to keep spraying. And you know what's funny? When it, when the, when it first started happening, I kind of was like, oh, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Girl, please. No. Now... When I go walking or running, if somebody is at the end of the, I, I cross the street. Like, I don't care how nobody feel. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, if you come down a grocery store, I, I will look and turn around and go to another aisle. Yeah, period. Yeah, we, now is not the time to be polite. No, 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 no. Segregation is back uh, and it's equal opportunity segregation. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Hey, that's what it is. <laughs> I feel like one sip of your tea. You don't even really have tea, do you? Listen, you know what? Here's the thing. What's the thing? This cup. Wait a minute. Yeah, we see it. It's so cute. I'm just looking at it in the camera. It looks more. Ain't nobody got time for this. Oh, I usually have my, you know, my real deal tea cup, and Mm -hmm. I'm not used to it being. So it got colder quicker than I'm used to. You know, I my still. Yeah, so, keep it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just took a sip and I'm like, oh, this is a little cold. Yeah, no, I, I, I had the same thing happen to me when I got that Contigo. Like, yeah. That? Yeah, and I started, when I went back to a mug with I'm at home, I'm like, oh, I got to drink it quick now. Right. Yeah. That so I'm so spoiled by that because I can leave it in my car. It could be 20 degrees and I come back two hours, three hours later and it's still hot. Yeah. So when I have this at home, because I try not to use it when I'm at home. So I'm like, you have all these nice teacups. Use them. Yeah. But... They just don't compare. Oh, you want to come out with a custom line of teacups? Uh, no, I want to do our other idea first. Okay, I think I know what that is. Is it a brick and mortar? No. All right, just tell me later. <laughs> okay, I'll just say condiment. Oh, wait a minute, no way. Yes. You know that? We, we came up with that years ago. We did. Why you didn't ever tell me that was still on the back of your mind? You, you, we talked about it a couple of you said some real smart thing like let me know when you get to this or something you said and I was like you know what I don't realize how much we curse because I have to stop myself so many times <laughs> I'm like I can't say that nope 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 don't say that don't call her that um but yeah we talked about that and and, and you know I'll be honest with you guys investing for me has always been a difficult thing um just because i didn't grow up knowing about spending money without a guarantee um of a return on my investment mm-hmm. you know it's like okay i pay for jeans i get jeans i go home with jeans i pay for food i eat i pay for gas i get gas I'm not going to go to the casino because I could lose. So I'm not going to spend my money on that. I, I've always needed a guarantee for my money. Or I felt like, oh, my God, I'm risking it all. Yeah. And in the last, like, maybe three or four years, I'm like, 
that's how you make money by taking risks. So now that's, you know, that's what I'm on and that's what I've been doing. And it really, it feels good to have something that you can actually say, I believed in myself enough to put mm-hmm. this money in and count totally on me. Not necessarily meaning that you're the only person that's making these wheels turn, but you're a, 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 the factor even if you have to count on other people to help turn the wheel with you, if that makes sense. So, you know, to anybody, this is such a random, but this is, um, you know, just a sidebar. If you're one of those people like me who grew up in a nine to five household, you see this big push for um, being entrepreneurs and you're like, I don't know what to do. Start small. Like I'm starting small, even though I have, you know, somebody like Lisa is my best friend. So, you know, I got a connection with that mindset, but you can have that connection too, even if it's through a book, even if it's through, you know, investing with somebody who you respect Mm -hmm. on, um, I hate to say Instagram, but you know, one of those outlets, um, or one of those platforms, just make a decision that that's what you want to do and, and, and stay on top of it and be consistent with learning and investing. And if you're not investing with money, invest with your time and invest with your dedication and your persistence to to know that this can be done i love it man that's that's the perfect um opportunity for me to plug the last podcast episode because i touched on just that so first of all you would be very proud of me i came up with a metaphor in the middle of the episode and i was like man if jay would be so proud of me right now matter of fact, i'm just gonna keep going with this metaphor and i kept adding stuff on to it so <laughs> shout out to what was it <laughs> i gotta listen no 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 and it ain't even that deep but Exactly what you're talking about. So um, I was talking about the last podcast episode, which is a solo episode in our podcast in a podcast um, called Obedience. Um, And in that episode, one of the things I talk about is the difference between a gift, a talent, and and your purpose. And um, in the end, Jay, I was giving them four tips on how to tap into all of those. Mm -hmm. And I said, now, if you're a person who already knows your gift, talents, and and purpose, but you're not using it, one of the things that you need to do is create an exit strategy. But then I said, I think sometimes we confuse an exit strategy with an inner strategy. You have to create an exit strategy and an enter strategy. See, the exit strategy is how you get out of the job you hate, but you still don't have a strategy to get into where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And so those are two different tasks that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, so what happens is we give our we give so much energy into creating an exit strategy and we finally do it um so we've exited um but because we didn't have an enter strategy like i knew how to get out of social work but then i needed to figure out how to get into speaking right and so but most of us are in that gray area where we don't know how to get to that other side and that gray area is like the hallway i'm like you got the exit door but then you don't know how to get into the entry door because you haven't figured it out. And so mm-hmm. you're kind of in the hallway. And so some of us are living, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of going on a hallway metaphor. I see one how sexy. that could have been a fire analogy. Yeah. It wasn't sexy. It, 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 no, it, 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 it sounds like a fire analogy. I'm, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> don't gas me. Don't gas no, me. No, 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 no. I get it. Yeah, you stuck in the hallway. You done got out. But now you don't know how to, to get in. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, so you in the hallway. I was no. trying to come up with something. I was like, damn. No, you figured it out. You did that. 
I was trying. So anyway, but so the, the what Jay just touched on, if you are a person who um, did, you know, get exposed mostly to nine to five, which not a, it's not a bad thing because you can live your way, your life out that way successfully. But if you have a desire to be more independent professionally um, and to get into entrepreneurship, then and you want to hear more about what she talked about and then some tips about how to do that. Listen to the last podcast episode entitled uh, Obedience Episode 4. And it's the title track for that podcast. So the, the name of the podcast is of Obedience and the title of the episode is Obedience. Yeah. Um, and it's a really, really, I had a really good time recording that one. Um, and it, I gave my insight on what I've noticed since the coronavirus started from my professional colleagues. So I go into detail on what they're doing and, and why. Um, and so it's a really good episode. I think that's all I really got, Jay. You going to take us out in song? Never would have made it without you. I would have lost it all. But now I see how you was there for me. I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I'm better. So much better. Listen, y'all can find, download my, what is it, my CD? My, what did you used to say, my uh, LP? Download my LP? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out here, y'all. That, that's my first thing I'm investing in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they like, uh, no. Voice lessons? Huh? Voice lessons? <laughs> teaching them. Teaching voice lessons. Okay. Teaching voice they lessons. Was ah, you know I don't need them. The people was wondering what exactly. The, the people weren't wondering. They was wondering where to get my LP or my CD or whatever they selling now. How to download my my latest track? Anywho, we should have played our jam. What? Stand up. Stand up. Why? Why, why should we have played it? Cause it's a good song. Just because you like the song, we should have played it. We we like the song. Just because we like the song. So what do you think? Next time we're gonna be sweeter with the visual podcast. What you think about it? You should we do this again? Let's ask the people because you know they always be you know talking to me. You know replying. Let me know. Let me know. Should we do the visual? Or do you guys just like it? Um, Everybody likes visual. Like who doesn't like visual? Like people like visual stuff. They like to see the people. They like to see our facial expressions. Like, yeah. Oh, because remember that time you were mad that you had to follow along instead of just listen? Because a lot of people do stuff while they're. Um... Oh yeah, I don't want to ever do that. I don't want to ever ask, actually show you something or something where people feel like they gotta stop and look at their phone. Yeah, but for me, if it's a visual, I want to see your face. Like you know, I listen to ASMR a lot, oh, and it, even if it's just people eating, I want to see like what they're doing what their facial expression well this will be available no i'm gonna this is gonna also be audio too oh okay cool it'll still be on soundcloud and all that stuff but um for those of people who want the visual they'll have it but it's not gonna be i like that hair wrap by the way okay i think i've ever seen it your your hair wrap like that yes you have now that's ridiculous yes you have no i've seen the head wrap in the front but your rap game must be getting better it is wrapped in the front no, I know. I'm saying I've seen you with the head wrapped in the front, but the, the circle seems more. Oh, okay. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. My um hairdresser is in quarantine. Uh, this is not a, this is not a, this is a plea for help. It's with this hair wrap. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. I don't it works though. I really don't want to talk about it. To be honest with you. Jay, I don't even own a blow dryer. So you're going to have to coach me through washing my own hair. And I'm, I'm not even joking. 
Like I haven't washed my own hair literally in years. I know. I remember when you stopped. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. Even though we got two totally different type of hair things, but what that got to do with anything? A lot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's all you got. Okay. Wow. That's all I got. Anywho, we wrapping this up. We wrapping this up. Uh, we, you want to do a, a toast? Yeah. To what? Okay. <laughs> um, to seeing each other soon, face to face, getting to the other side of this pandemic. Ooh. Um, and our whole squad just being healthy, happy, and everybody who is watching this podcast, your family, your loved ones, and everyone in the world, listen. If you've already been through it and you and you've survived, thank God. And if you have not and you have not been affected um, as far as catching a virus, stay in your button house. <coughs> you, stay in your button house for Please. real, unless you exercise. <laughs> thank you. All right, and watch them birds because I think the birds maybe thought I had the Rona. Lisa, oh, stop talking about the bird. I want to forget about it. My bad. Okay, women, you got to bring your cup to the screen, like in the corner, so we can act like you hit. So hold it up so we can see it. Now bring it over. Other way. Oh, okay. Wait. <laughs> Wait. We <got> to... <laughs> okay, okay. One, two, three. Do we do it? I took mine too low. I felt it. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Be well when I bang my bangles. That means be well. Spirit fingers. Got nothing to do. We're sorry, y'all. All right. All right. I'll call you in a minute. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>